I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for TGIF December 3rd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Brett, have you been watching on Disney Plus the Beatles documentary? What did Jay, what did I say about no free plugs? Disney Plus did not pay us for that. We shouldn't mention them by name. No, I, I have not because I don't have a Disney Plus account. I had it for a quick second to watch Hamilton because I wanted to stay culturally relevant. And then after I watched Hamilton and thought it was overrated, I just unsubscribed from Disney Plus. But is it good? Is the documentary good? Yes. The Beatles, dare I say, are underrated. And this documentary, because <laughs> it's not even possible. I, I, it is really unbelievable to watch the Beatles make music, which I don't think anybody's ever really got a glimpse of. And Paul McCartney is just really a music writing genius. And it really comes across in Get Back, which is the documentary. And I highly recommend you watch it. I've got a question though. Like if you watch any artist, like any top tier musician make their art, would that look similarly impressive to you? Or do the Beatles look remarkably better at it? The Beatles are remarkably better at it. And you are also correct because the Taylor Swift documentary type things mm. are also fascinating. Same thing with Justin Tim, you know, Justin Bieber and all that. But like, I, I think you are correct. But the Beatles, I think, are another tier as history has proven. The one I'm looking forward to is there's a Kanye West one coming out, I think on Netflix. And I'm really looking forward to that one because I've I'm obviously been a, a long time Kanye West fan. And I do think that, you know, dare I say, I really do believe that Kanye West is the Beatles of our generation. I think he is the greatest musician slash artist of my time. That's what I believe. Well, I like the fact that you put us in the same generation. That makes me feel really good. I say R as like the royal R, Jay. The capital, you know? <laughs> capital O. Brett, aside from our different tastes in music and the fact that you need to watch this documentary, what do we have for PayPal's today? Well, for our first story, textbook pirate. For our second story, players versus owners. And for our third story, goose union. For our first story, textbook publishers sued Shopify yesterday over pirated educational material. Brett, I know plagiarism's a big deal, but what are the textbook makers so mad about? Well, Jay, one thing we do have in common is it's been a long time since we were in university. So here's what's happening. Five publishers, including Pearson and Elsevier, claim that they have complained to Shopify for years about pirated copies of tests and textbooks on their stores. It's incredible that you can buy tests on the store and just copy them. The publishers accuse Shopify of continuing to let merchants who create bootleg versions of their textbooks to use its e-commerce platform to sell their products. Now, five publishers filed a lawsuit in Virginia that includes damages of over $500 million. The bigger picture here is that publishers are worried that pirated materials will hurt their business, obviously. What they're not telling you is how much the prices of textbooks have increased over the years, which does not make copying them right, but does make it somewhat explainable. So Brett, why should PeakPals care about textbook companies' lawsuit against Shopify? Well, there's like a bigger trend going on here, which is textbook manufacturers aren't the most sympathetic of plaintiffs. The companies are in the middle of converting their books to digital editions. And while this may seem more convenient than lugging around a bunch of books in your bag going to you know Sydney Smith Hall like I used to do, it is bad because they don't let you resell them. And it's about the same prices as the print editions. So it's no wonder that students are turning to pirated options with this sort of monopolistic behavior. It reminds me a lot of the music industry in the early 2000s before Spotify came around. And Jay added this one in. But speaking of monopolistic behavior, for our second story, Major League Baseball is in a lockout after failing to agree on a new labor agreement. 
Jay, you're a baseball fan. What's going on with the MLB? I am a baseball fan, but not a fan of the business of baseball. Every few years, Major League Baseball has to renegotiate with the Players Union, a new collective bargaining CBA. In this round of negotiation, the biggest area of contention between the players and the owners is Major League Baseball's economic structure. Among a number of issues, players think current salaries are disproportionate and want younger players to be compensated sooner, which they say would make the sport more competitive. Now, owners want an expanded postseason format, which would make them more money. And for all you Jays fans out there, this could be good news for the hometown team, because instead of losing before they get to the playoffs, they could actually make it to the first round of the playoffs and then lose much like the Leafs have been wont to do. I don't know. The Red Sox are like, they're not particularly impressive these days either. It's the first time the MLB has been in a lockout since 1994. The 1994 strike was a disaster for those who can remember it. I do not. Attendance at games dropped by 20% in the following season. And the MLB and its broadcast partners, they lost almost $600 million in advertising revenue. Both sides want to avoid this. And so they're incentivized to come together to get with a deal before the start of the season. So Jay, besides just wanting to see baseball this summer, which I don't really care about because I'm not a baseball fan, why should Peak Pals care about the MLB? I am a baseball fan, and I do remember the last lockout because unlike you, I was not four. I was much closer to my mid-20s. But baseball is already struggling with fans, and the number of people saying it's their favorite sport has been steadily falling for decades, really. And another extended lockout could further damage the sport. And we talked about how sympathetic publishers and, frankly, Shopify are in earlier lawsuits. And this is a bit of a millionaires versus billionaires situation, but really left out of the mix is us fans. Yeah. The Peak Daily is brought to you by our title sponsor, TELUS. TELUS is proud of their leadership to bring connectivity to as many Canadians as possible. TELUS also believes we must work urgently and collaboratively to ensure that 100% of Canadians and Indigenous peoples living in Canada, including rural Canadian and Indigenous communities, can get access to reliable, high-speed broadband networks and connectivity by 2025. Read about the rural communities TELUS has connected at telus.com slash connectingcanada. And I'm kind of noticing a theme for today's podcast, Brett. For our last story, Canada Goose workers in Winnipeg voted to unionize. Brett, what is happening in Manitoba? Yeah, I guess the theme is companies versus the little guy is, is what it's coming out to be. So Canada Goose workers have been working to unionize for several years. Earlier this year, Winnipeg Canada Goose workers alleged an unsafe working environment throughout the pandemic and even racial discrimination among a workforce that's mainly comprised of immigrants. And here's what the organizing will mean to Canada Goose workers. So after 86% of them voted to unionize, 1,200 garment workers with Canada Goose will join the Workers United Canada Council. This is an affiliate of the Service Employees International Union, the SEIU, which is also the same group behind a campaign to organize Starbucks employees in the U.S. Now, Canada Goose management remained neutral during the unionization efforts, which isn't always the case, as we saw with Amazon and their warehouse in Alabama. So, Brett, why should PayPal's care about a unionized workforce at Canada Goose in Winnipeg? Well, from a business standpoint, efforts to unionize at Canada Goose increased a lot after the Parker Maker was acquired by private equity firm Bain Capital in 2013. And we still don't know yet if they like this or hate this. It's probably more on the hate this side and, and what the impact will have on the company's bottom line. But congratulations to the workers and solidarity to all of them. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. Brett, here's a deal. If I pay for one month, 
of Disney Plus will you watch Get Back over the weekend? It's just like there's so much other stuff to watch, Jay. I'm, you know, I got Narcos Mexico. I got Winter House. But yeah, maybe. maybe. Okay, let's we'll, we'll come back next week and we'll fill the peak pals in. Yeah. Have a good day.